0: First, yeah start going to meetings get a commitment you know stuff like that make your bed and these things and it's just uh that foundation of the external let's allows if you want to use these terminology allows the internal work to go yeah if you just try to run into the internal and your externals are, they're going to pull the attention back out. eh? Yeah. So. And you may think you're never going to do something. And then after a year of being in the program, you'll be willing to do it. Yeah. I had that. I like to share that before we start. When I came in, obviously, I had a lot of uh, undealt with wreckage called warrants, yeah? Not everyone goes down that direction, but I had. So I had outstanding warrants in different locales back east, here. And I remember when I did the first inventory, I was only like three months sober or something uh i told the guy who i was doing it under i'm not going to deal with this shit now yeah and so he said all right whatever you know so but hopefully you'll go back to it later but my later was was always hoping to be a forever yeah in the head so all right yeah we'll we'll come back to it later so i go about my business i'm s- sober but the externals are there, I'm going to regular meetings, participating and everything. And uh, this lady takes a liking to me. Uh, She had a name, but uh, she had another name. Uh, She wanted to go out. And so when we got to, when we went out, she told me, you know, her name was another name. And she's an assistant DA in San Francisco. And obviously, before she saw me, she checked out my my uh, my record, and she saw these two glaring warrants for arrest in Alameda County, which is sort of east from San Francisco. And these are the two that I did not want to do. Yeah, I refused to do them in earlier, and now I'm about a year and a half or something sober, whatever, two years maybe. And uh, never going to do it, probably. And there I was. And so life made it easier for me. And in, introduced me to an assistant DA. She said she would help me. And then I dealt with those two things. And I didn't go to jail. The fear of going to court was that I was going to go to jail. Yeah, Because a lot of times when I went to court, I ended up in jail. <laughs> so I decided I was afraid to go to court. But it was really, I was afraid to go to jail. Simple. And it's nice to be clear, because usually I wasn't, yeah? So she helped me out, and all I got was a $500 fine and whatever, yeah? But while I wasn't dealing with it, obviously, it was occupying a lot of space in my life, yeah? And basically, whatever space was available to me, I see people trying to get in, was already occupied by these failings and ignoring and denying and trying to disassociate. Yeah. It's try, it's difficult to decorate a room when the elephant is in it. Yeah. It's very, it's uh, (laughs) you gotta try to take all, everything has to try to take the attention away from the elephant and uh, it gets harder and harder. But um, I noticed when I started to deal with this shit, obviously a lot of territory got claimed back, reclaimed, yeah? Territory of my life got reclaimed and what uh, sort of a zest or for life or a living, a feeling of being alive grew in me. Yeah, because I was somewhat dead at a lot of levels and I started coming back to life, literally. And uh, these constant uh you know I would want to ignore something but life wouldn't let me ignore it and it was the for the best yeah because my ignoring it wasn't working it's I thought it was working like the old days but it wasn't working because it took a lot of t- space up and a, and a lot of time to this to deny it or whatever and this new way of just facing up the stuff when you can and telling the truth about it There's just a, re. it was sort of like uh, just taking a huge amount of territory back from this, you know, the tyranny of self and that, and the aliveness that came with it. Because my solutions to shit had a lot to do with losing life, so to speak. I became more and more dead While I thought I I was getting over on shit, yeah? Yeah, it was a trip. It was a trip to be completely redirected in such a nice way with all the support AA and the community gives. Yeah, it's really amazing because that 180 degree turn on your own seems to be, first of all, your turn is just going to keep going like this. You're not going to turn and get out, yeah? We need a directed change. And recovery gives us a directed change. And many, many people have followed these simple maps, yeah? And they work, yeah? It's just that simple. And then what's for some of us, when they work, that constant preoccupation with fucking dramas or whatever... And then the preoccupation of the obsession with self, having that being diminished, you're available to life. Yeah. 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 And you're present in it and you're available and you've got and you've realized that the best way for this to go is to be directed. And we call it by a higher power. Yeah. And I have tons of evidence of being directed before by a lower power, yeah? And I don't believe any of us are going to escape the the, uh, the condition of being used, but that condition is gonna be based on what's using us, really. It can be the infinite or the finite self, but you're gonna be used, yeah? We're gonna be employed. And hopefully you've been introduced to this new employer, and now you can recognize the traits of the old employer, yeah And the trait that we feel we share here is I truly believe a big aspect of the disease is where that is that that which we're relying on, which is the head, is in the act of being identified as self, Yeah. So our true condition or our true nature, is unsuspected because we've we've been put under an, a, an acquired nature, which is of a mental origin. Yes, it's manufactured and made up. So when I came in AA, they said, hey, you got to be willing to save your ass instead of your face. But when I came in, I thought my face was my ass. Literally. Yeah, I thought my face was my ass. I thought the image that the head held as me, was me. And this to me was really the root of the bondage of self. Is the act of being identified as self. I do not feel you choose it or do it, but you're under it, yeah? Because if you're listening to the head, the head is in the act of being identified as self. It's just the way it goes, yeah? It is. So if I'm relying on my thoughts, my intellect, my perceptions can be fucking manufactured also. My feelings, because feelings are not facts. Yeah. They're very interpretive. Yeah. So you may be thinking a feeling means something that it could mean tons of other things. Yeah. Like feeling of going on a trip. You think it's anxiety. It could be excitement. Yeah. We're not really good describers or recognizers of feelings, are we? Really? Most people, you come in to AA and you watch them and they are super fucking pissed and they don't think they have any resentments or they're not angry at all, but they're the, one of the most angriest persons you've ever met. Yeah. So I think we're really out to lunch a lot. And so instead of feeding on life, we, we're we being fed a life, yeah? Instead of experiencing and finding out, we're giving an, an, an already pre-knowledge. Oh, you're just a loser or this, whatever, yes? But there's something that tries to beat life to the punch, and it's this mental ideation or addiction to self. And I feel truly the, this addiction to that self if there isn't a you that's addicted to that self. There's a you that's under the addiction to self. I do not believe you're choosing it. I do not believe you hate yourself. I do not believe you're your own worst enemy. I do not believe that. Yeah. I believe something seems to hate you. Something is, a, is an enemy, and it would be nice to recognize it as not us. Because how are you going to not be defeated if you're that which is defeating you? You're going to continue to get defeated, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And in that case, yeah, two steps ahead, one step back always. Or it's usually one step ahead and three steps back. Yeah. It's like you're trying to walk against a huge current in a river. You're not getting far. So perhaps there's a better way. This is the message of recovery. It says we are trust, literally, That's or faith, literally. And it says, it doesn't say Paul, it says trusting finite self or trusting the infinite. The better way is trusting the infinite. The older way that didn't work, which we need to sort of be clear about and tell the truth about, is trusting the finite self. Yeah. So I would say in these examples, the trust is in both directions, infinite or finite, trust is before them, both. I believe we play that role of trust or faith. Yeah. If we have faith in the head, you can just check it out right now. I'm going to just present. That there's, if faith is in the head, you're probably experiencing a lot of anxiety based on what's not happening. It's a pretty good, simple diagnosis. If you're being taken into yesterday and tomorrow, and basically they seem to be more important than the now that you're in, yeah, that can only happen by faith. You have to have faith in the thoughts of next week to even have a sense of next week today. Yeah? Because we're not in next week. It's just that simple. Yes? So, if you're to be is are you if you're being defeated by the past and the future, what's allowing that defeat is faith, truly. And the program is about redirecting that faith towards the infinite. Instead of that habitual addiction to the finite self. We are faith. And if you don't believe you have faith, that's faith. Yeah. If you fervently believe you don't have any faith in anything, that's faith in that thought. Yeah. We're faith. You can't get around it. It talks about it in the We Agnostics on page 53, if you're interested. The bottom of it, page 54. It talks about faith where Bill W. and the people who wrote it said they came to a conclusion that at all times, faith has a lot to do with what's going on, basically. Yes? So if you are this force or this power that can be used, and you have been used by, let's let's call it the lower power, yeah. And by its use, you realized its sort of qualities and its traits and realized it's not a friend. Yeah. It's not something to depend on. It's completely unreliable. And maybe you've been in AA for a while and you've come to recognize a life faith in a higher power and the effects that has brought about. Yeah. They're like day and night, completely different. Yet the faith is the same. Yeah. What's directing the faith is different, but in both examples, faith in finite self, faith in infinite, faith is there. Yeah, I would say we play the role of faith here. As Jesus said, and I'm not professing Jesus or anyone else, but as Jesus supposedly said, as you believe, so it is. What is that but faith? Yes. Yeah, 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 you know. If like he got, when he was supposedly healing, he would say, it's done according to your faith. Well, you could say that to a newcomer as a sponsor. When they start singing your praise, you could say, hey, bro, it's done according to your faith. You now have the willingness to be sober and you're sober. I'm just playing a small role in it. Yeah. But it's actually their faith that there's a possibility other than the one they've been living is the, is it. Yeah. And you recognize people who you see that light of faith on when it comes to recovery. You can tell this person's probably gonna stay sober. You can. Yeah. Because that faith in the in their head has been broken. They've had enough. Yeah. They have been convinced. What is that but a, a, a sign of faith or a lack of faith? being unconvinced or being convinced. Being convinced is you're solidly having faith in something. Yeah? Yeah. So this design for living, see, I got struck sober, and over time, I realized, who knows what was going to happen, but I humbly believed that if I didn't get introduced to AA that night, that miracle of being struck sober probably would have died on the vine. Yeah. I probably would have gotten loaded again. But because get this, getting struck sober set off a train of circumstances that brought me to my first AA meeting that night, yeah, which actually brought me great fortune that I didn't deserve. Just like it says, you make decisions based on self that set off trains of circumstances that brought you misfortune you felt you didn't deserve. Well, this thing set off trains of circumstances, going to that AA meeting, that brought me great fortune that I still that I didn't feel I deserved, which produced gratitude in that sense, yeah? So I got whacked and part of the whack was a way of life because the whack went a lot left. I don't think it would have lasted, yeah? So I got introduced to AA. You could have been introduced to something else. Who knows? I don't know what's going to work for you. But let's tell the truth. What has worked for us in most of our cases is recovery. Yeah? Well, that's how it's appeared. So let's give it a a fucking standing ovation. And then, of course, it could be anything, but it was recovery for me. That's what allowed this to happen, not being in a Buddhist temple or, you know, giving off all my possessions and living on fucking, you know, banana peels and something else. Who knows? But, and to me, it's been the easier, softer way. Of course, it was hard in the beginning because there was so much of me there. (laughs) I feel if you drop an alcoholic in heaven, it'll be hell in a day. I just know that they'll find something wrong with fucking heaven like that, yeah so this is uh, when it becomes a way of life, there's a huge shift in what you think thought and effort is when it when it adopts a condition of being a way of life for you, the idea of thought and effort, changes hugely it really does yeah like they used to say you do the steps then the steps do you and da 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 da. but it's really true this turns into a way of life yeah you have sound principles you have certain behaviors that become habits you're in the habit of being sober yeah and then you deal with shit and if you make a mistake you make the amends yeah yeah it's very thing you're not you don't have a mountain of of debris and garbage anymore. We did the work, the inventory and the amends, yeah? I'm serious. I There's not huge... uh, I don't have piles of garbage in this life anymore, yeah? I don't spend a lot of time deflecting my attention from things I don't want to deal with. I don't, yeah? I'm here now... Available presence as a norm, as an ordinary condition, not as a fucking peak experience. Yeah. But as the ordinary working modality. Yeah. I'm very clear. I can't be anywhere else. (laughs) I'm very clear. Conscious contact is going on with me or without me. Hey. And uh, yes. So it's just that simple. So I'm available. And if I'm present, which is my nature, and available, I'm of service. It's just that way. Yeah. Now that's a way of life. That's I'm not doing tons of service like going here and going there, but I am of service. Yeah. See the change? Doing service and then being of service. There's a subtle change there. Yeah. I mean, a way of life is the way of life. And the way of life for me is based on sobriety. Yeah? And all the other things I can get into, great. But the real the foundation is sobriety. Yeah? Someone wants to get in here. Yeah. So uh, I think we bypassed the beginning intro. But whatever. This is not an AA meeting. Just, and know why we had to do that? Because we had to do it since I first started 32 years ago. <laughs> we realized we stayed out a lot of trouble by announcing it's not an AA meeting. And when we were doing it in the early days, these people would come in and they'd be really mad at it because it wasn't an AA meeting. And I said, well, if you got here on time, you would have heard the announcement. (laughs) Then they'd stomp off, really pissed off. And as they passed me, they'd tell me how many years they had, which I thought was weird. Yeah. They go 25 years, like, fuck that. Who cares? It was weird. It really was. I had a lot of trouble in the beginning. People wanted to beat the shit out of me, fucking warning people of me. I was warned about a lot. What? It's a simple invitation. Take it or leave it. It's not a fucking threat. Yeah. I mean, if you... I mean, I mean, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hear a lot of people I don't agree with. I don't go fucking stalking them and trying to beat them up. I just don't agree with them yeah if it's working for them great it's not a blanket fucking situation yeah so a lot of shit hit me in this community that i didn't understand but whatever so here we are we have our little platform we can share yes yeah we have bombers they can be nuded. yes we can mute people It's great and just get on with the business of inviting uh People that check out something. And if it works, great. Yeah. Yeah. If you can see, it, this is why I'd share, because this is how it happened with me. I seriously was going over page 64, I guess I was leading fourth step workshops. So I looked at how it works all the time. And I was reading, uh, and some things, of course, when you're living in this way of life, you're getting changed. Yeah, you may not notice all the change. There may not be bulletins. You're going to be changed, or you really were changed, or get ready. A big change. You just const- This thing constantly reveals shit to you, as it says in you know a vision for us. This power is going to constantly reveal stuff to us. Yeah. So there you are. You're being changed, and then I looked at that sentence on page 64, and being convinced, I was very. I had my own intimate feeling about that because it's a very important statement in the beginning of the program. Yeah. It's a requirement we need to meet or at least tell the truth about being convinced is a part of the first step and being convinced. Mm-hmm. So being convinced what self. Okay. I thought self was ego. I thought self was whatever, but I found out, I find I see it in a different way now. So it says being convinced, self manifested in various ways. If you don't know the word manifest, just check it out. You know, it comes to appear, it shows up, it manifests. Yeah. Manifest in various ways. So self, in a weird way, manifests or appears in our life in various ways. Yes. And now we're going to look at its common manifestation. So the, the underlying thing is there's an idea of self that has defeated us, and it has defeated us, and it will defeat us by its manifestations, yeah? So the way self appears in us, in our life, is not as self. It appears as resentments, a lot of anxiety, what which we call fear, and then basically finding yourself willing to step on a lot of people's toes to get what you want. So a lot of inconsideration and dishonesty, yes? So these are manifestations of something. They're not your manifestations in this statement. It's very simple. It's it's definitely clearly described. Self is what has defeated us, and it's, it's doing so through its manifestations, yeah? So manifestations are appearing in your life, and the common ones we're going to look at in the inventory is resentment. And resent in Latin would be re-feel, yes? So a re-feeling of something. Something that may have happened or may not have happened, but you believed happened. And there's a reoccurrence or a re-going back there, and you re-feel it. So something, the way self looks at life through your eyes, sees something that refers back to a resentment or a feeling before. And so the event of now triggers a past feeling, yeah, a resentment. Okay. So self, we're not seeing that, but through its manifestations has defeated us. So now if you're convinced of that, we're going to look at its, self's common manifestations. Yeah. All right. Very, very clear. It says we're not going to look at self because she can't see it because you're acting as if you are it, really. That's why you can't. So we're going to see self through its manifestations and we're going to pick the common ones. And there's the introductory inventory. And it says, okay, next paragraph resentment is the number one offender. It goes on and on and on. But if you follow the logic, self resentment is a manifestation of self it's not yours so why are you, you calling it yours obviously it's not just a simple mistake it's made it's a manufactured mistake yeah we're seeing something in a weird way we're calling a foreign activity our activity when it's just been clearly described in the big book of AA that it is called self. It's not you. You have not defeated you. You have been defeated by self. Yeah. And we're going to look at how self defeated us by looking at its common manifestations so that we can see what. What has defeated us and stop calling it fucking you. It's self. Yeah. So self is a foreign idea held by us or it's actually holding us really captive because we're addicted to the mental activity and the mental activity is in the act of being identified as self. That's the key, yeah? So as long as you have faith in the thoughts, you're going to believe you're the you're that which is being thought about, yeah? Yeah, and it's going to reinforce this idea and when it defeats you, you're going to call its mechanism of defeat yours, which continues the defeat. How can you? How can you not see that? Yeah. So I saw self as foreign. Yeah. and then it, that bell rang when I was reading it one night. This sentence. And it changed my life in recovery. And really, I haven't changed since then. I just, I haven't been convinced of any other diagnosis of the exact nature of the wrong. This one works, yeah? So I got a lot of relief and live in a lot of relief. And I think a lot of that relief, the relief comes from from the higher power, why it doesn't leave is because of the effect it's had. Yes. Yeah. Self doesn't rush in and fucking claim it and neuter it. So I can actually get the whack of the higher power and it keeps, and it keeps reverberating because when self tries to claim it, I see it is not me. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So now the relief can stay unabated in place because i've been relieved from self not i'm not trying to be relieved as self yeah and this is i think the dilemma we want to get out of self as self we can't we don't see that because the as self we're presenting is called paul so it's paul wanting to get out of self and that makes a lot of sense to paul but paul is aka self and self can't get out of self There it is—a simple diagnosis. Yeah, follow it up with a simple inventory. Take a look. Instead of calling them your manifestations, call them your selves. And then, when you see your inventory, you'll see a pattern of how self has defeated you, and you'll see what self takes to be important in your life. And you may have a different agenda. Yeah, you may take something else to be much important than what self takes. And let's have that higher power replace its agenda with, let's say, the higher power's agenda or our agenda, yeah? Because it's obviously hasn't worked trying to live its agenda. Any life run on self-will is hardly going to be a success. Any life run on self-will is hardly going to be a success, right out of the big book. yeah. Any any life, run on self-will. So there's will, yes? But there's something that's driving the will. Is it spirit? Is it what you call higher power? Is it you or is it self? It would be important to know what's driving the will because they're making a very incredible statement. If the driver of the will is self, your life is hardly going to be successful. What? Yes. Yes, that's the description. It says, hey, if self is 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 directing the will, your life is not going to be successful. That's right out of the big book of AA. Yeah Wow, what a diagnosis. Now let's say and then we try to talk about God's will or whatever, which is cool because we're trying to at least imply there's something else that could be directing the will instead of self. Yes. We call it the higher power. How is most how much in your life, in your head, when self is directing the will, there's a lot of thoughts about shit. Yes. So the the way self directs us a lot is through thought. Yeah. And therefore, the thoughts are basically directing us, and those thoughts are self-willed. The self, this is how self sees something, and we're trying to live a life based on its view. Yeah? Hopefully now you're sober and we've grown out of that view. We've grown out of the self-centered view, and hopefully we're at the effect of another centered view. Yeah? Love-centered, whatever. I just As long as it isn't the uh, the other one. Yeah. Yeah. And then you recognize, man, my reactions to life seem to have changed and I didn't do anything. Could you imagine having to go to like a therapy session for every weird reaction you have from the from self's point of view? You'd be in therapy the rest of your fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. You just notice that your reactions to life have changed. What? And then you notice some of them haven't changed, but you don't follow up on them. Some of the shit doesn't change. if you you may have a a beater truck, and then if you forgot where you parked it, your first reaction is someone stole it, probably. yeah, that's the person's thirty five years sober. they have the same reaction. Someone stole my truck, and we're all sitting there. Who the fuck would want that truck? But now it, we gotta go look for the truck and you just forgot where he parked it. But we're going, who's who would take that truck? I swear to God. But the reaction immediately is someone stole it. Don't you see it really who t- who took my wallet? It's just crazy. yeah uh, it's crazy, really. So some of that shit won't change, but it doesn't matter. You've lost interest in it, yeah. You've lost interest in follow that fucking insanity. You have, because you're being directed by something else. Yeah, doesn't even stop for the car crashes anymore. Just keeps going. All right, Paul. You know, Paul. Did you hear someone was is got divorced? I didn't care if they were married. I don't give a shit. Yes, just fucking really. I have no huge interest in what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Just. <laughs> Just be directed, see where it takes you. If you're happy with it, stay directed. Yeah. Wow. yeah, so anyone wants to share, but it's really helped me seeing this thing as foreign to me, yeah? And it's really helped me losing interest in trying to work with it because it does, it's a program, yeah? You're not, it's not AI. It's not artificial intelligence that's going to come to a certain enlightenment. It isn't. It's a program. The head is programmed. Yeah. And the program, the basic model is self-centeredness. That's what you'd get. <laughs> yeah. You want to, re- you, you know, get accessories and make it a little nicer, or look better. I'd rather just lose interest in it. Really. And let something else become the dominant view. Yeah, yeah. Instead of trying to change its constantly buying new glasses for it, just realize it's a pair of glasses itself and take them off. Yeah. The self centered view is not your view, it's a view. Yeah. You can see things differently. All right. Well, you ready for a question, Paul? Am I ready for a question? Yes. Well, I I, I imagine he has a question. I'm I'd like sure. to hear this. How much money do I want? Oh, I, all right. Let me hear. All right. I'm ready for that question. Let me see. Well, well, let's see if John can um entertain that. Yeah. Hey, you, uh, huh? you have your hand up, John. John K. John K. Paul. Well, yes. Please, since thoughts are the way the self works on us, then what is their nature and how can you quash them? Well, obviously you can't. That would be a thought. Yeah, so now you're relying on thought to quash thoughts. That's just going to be like a rabbit. You're going to spawn more thoughts than you squash yeah just say just entertain entertain this crazy idea that maybe you're not the thinker of the thoughts yeah Uh... maybe they're not yours and when the ownership gets lifted the thoughts lose a lot of power my thought can ruin my day your thought can ruin my day the thought cannot ruin my day my thought can ruin my day so what's really ruining the day isn't the thought. Again, the manifestations are being used to defeat you. They're not what defeats you. In recovery, the diagnosis itself has defeated us. Yeah? The same thing. If you've been defe- defeated by thoughts, it was by taking yourself to be the thinker of them. That they were yours. The ownership of the thoughts allows the thoughts to own us. Yes? So let's f- and if you have been introduced to AA you ha- obviously at some point or the other you found yourself in a sense of terminal uniqueness where every thought was seen as yours every feeling only you ever had and every act only you did these heinous things and that what that has been fucking disputed by just going to meetings because you'll hear a lot of people share about Their thoughts, and they sure sound like your thoughts, yeah? And their feelings, they sure sound like your feelings. And their heinous behavior, that sure sounds like your heinous behavior. So what is it? How did these people get all your thoughts or they're not your thoughts? You are not listening to a fucking unique independent station. You're listening to a franchise called Unclear Channel. Instead of clear channel, unclear channel. Yes? And we're hearing the same shit, taking it to be ours. Everyone who's having a thought thinks they're theirs, and I have the same thought, and I think it's mine. But the thoughts are exactly the same. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah so just a little bit of investigation will show will make something that's never even looked at as as somewhat suspicious yeah yeah it's the thinker of the thoughts that allow the thoughts to defeat us so if you see they're not your thoughts you'll have a much easier time with them you will just like example money yeah I wish everyone here to have a lot of money. My money, I don't wish it. No, I don't want any of you to have my money. Yeah. I did not change the word money, did I? No. I just put something before it. I put ownership before it and look what it does. Yeah. Feelings, my feelings, completely different. Actions, my actions, come fucking bleatly different. Thoughts, my thoughts, completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts are going to occur, yeah. you can give up the ownership. And the funny thing is, you're going to realize it was true. Yeah, you're going to realize they are not your thoughts. Yeah, it's inevitable because they're, it's true. They're not your thoughts. You can try. You can run run around it. It's the re, the revelation is going to catch up to you sooner or later. There may be a denial of it from the system, but you're going to see they're not your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, and then what happens? Well, you're going to travel lighter concerning thoughts. are. Yeah. it's just the way it goes. Girlfriend, my girlfriend. All right, girlfriend, we're having a great time. My girlfriend, I'm up at one in the morning trying to break into her fucking email or parked in front of her house to make sure my girlfriend isn't seeing anyone else. The whole fucking thing changes with the word my, yeah? That's what we're doing. We're playing that role and then we're bitching about the effects. I can't stop these thoughts, of course, because you, they're t- you, the hell is yours, once the ownership of yours, the more the merrier <laughs> it's like a it's like vowing that you don't like moths, but you keep the light on, you keep the bulb on, yeah, and so you can bitch about the moths, the moths, the moths. The moths are attracted to the light. if you take the turn off the light, the moths are gone, yeah. this is the whole point the head has you would have to, you should come back tomorrow, to later on the other meeting on Tuesday because then, then, uh, there's an, inc- there are incredible ideas in other venues. And one of them is, uh, the idea that there is no self, period. Or in Buddhism, they call it anatta, which is non-self. So there isn't a there isn't a self, and then it gets defeated, and then it becomes a non-self. There is no self. Yeah. So the idea of being the owner of shit is just a fucking an imagination in the head. Yeah. But here, just see maybe, maybe, maybe. Just go over your attendance at meetings, and you've listened to a lot of people share their thoughts and their feelings and their behaviors in life while under the influence and while under recovery. And you got to admit, they sure sound like the ones you're calling your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a good, healthy suspicion needed. <laughs> maybe you're not the owner of the thoughts. And maybe the thoughts own you when you play the role of being the owner of the thoughts. Have you ever tried to change your thoughts? <laughs> I think you thought, or, I get or think differently. You can't squash a thought. It's not a thing. It's not like a grape. It's not like it's not like those little bubbles in the cartoons. Where you could erase, there's just this. Uh, it's actually a vibration that's interpreted through the mental condition, the brain, and then it beca- it's seen as a thought. It's just data being dropped in. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, what's running the the distribution of data for many of us is this idea of self. So, and it looks at everything as how it pertains to it. It has a very myopic view. It does. It's not, it's just, it's, that's its, it's manufacturing. Yeah. Just like it says in AA in the book, I don't agree with the intention of the statement, but he says we manufacture our own misery. I don't believe we do that. I believe we're the factory, and this factory can manufacture a lot of things. But what this factory called Paul is going to manufacture is based on who's running the factory. Yeah? Self is going to manufacture a misery. It likes that, yeah. This higher power is not going to manufacture misery. It does, It won't, yes. So there. Self-pity, manufacturing of fact, factories being run by self, definitely. Self-grievance, definitely, man. You're running by self, yeah? Acceptance, a tolerance of others run by the higher power. It's the factory. The factory has all the equipment, but the product line is is determined by who's running it, yeah? Make a decision. Turn your will and life over to the care of a higher power right now, yeah? Why can't you just Turn it over right now, you're occupied by a lower power. You got to tell the truth about that, have a willingness to make a decision for that to change, get into steps five through four through nine, which are the working steps. And that change, where the decision of turning your will and life over to the care of something else, will have some fucking weight and some power, will have occurred. Yeah, this is the process so that we can be that the factory can be run by a new fucking owner, yeah, and then you'll be surprised about what gets manufactured in you through you in this life. You will, yeah. So no, I don't believe we manufacture our own misery. I don't believe we're the problem. I don't. If we're the problem, we're fucked completely. Yeah, because you're still going to be here, seemingly. So if you're the problem, fuck, you're the problem. I don't see it that way. I see the problem as a foreign activity that you can be free from. Is it going to be 50 years of freedom? It could look like a day at a time freedom, but you'll be free from it. And the problem will not exist as you anymore. That's the highest level of AA, really. The highest level of AA is the problem does not exist for you right now. That is the fucking highest level of the solution of AA is the problem does not exist for you. And it's described around the ninth and 10th step promises. Yes. The problem will not exist as you. It says exist for you, but if you really want it to stay, it will see it as it's not existing as you. Yeah that is an incredible level of a solution. There is no problem. If a problem doesn't exist, is there a problem? No, there is no problem. If the problem is not existing right now while you're existing, there is no problem. Yeah. Yet there's still something existing, exactly, us, us, us. Now we're not existing under the fucking tyranny of self, but we're existing still, and that's not existing because it never has existed. It's a manufactured idea of the head. Yes? You didn't even have it when you were a baby. You grew into it. Once you started seeing differences in things and gave name to form, then you went, what is it, two or three years old? The my comes in, remember? Remember? You're playing in the sandbox and now you're ripping the toy that Billy's playing with and calling it mine. Yeah. It's a fucking description of the growing up of self, the idea of self. Kids have got, they're having a great time. A certain age, it's my, my, that, that, that. Yeah. Just starting it. It's like a shoot. Yeah. Yeah. You can't prevent it with all your fucking gardening and landscaping. It's a shoot, breaks through something, does its fucking thing. Yes. Yes. Now, if if it's held as you, man, it's going to be given a lot of power. If you can see it as foreign, you can have the possibility that it does not exist for you. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know a lot of things may be going on but that underlying basis is very very uh content and satisfied it's not irritable restless and discontent my starting point is not irritable restless and discontent it has been flipped into a contentment and satisfaction yes all the yapping doesn't do fucking shit thank it you doesn't move me 1 inch seriously it can tell me oh you're going to destroy your life today at 1 all right great yeah to me it's turned into a giant comedy skit it's fantastic it's having comedy central constantly all day <laughs> it's just insane it's yeah so could it come back with a vengeance yes it could Is it coming back with a vengeance now? No. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yes. Someone's called. All right. Well, anyone else? We have no hands up at this moment, Paul. Oh, well. I just wanted to say hi. and Sorry, I made it late. I was going to come earlier and then got caught up. I just had one of those mornings where I really wanted to make this meeting. So hi, all. Anybody no. wants to stay after, I'll I'll chat. Uh, if nobody wants to stay after, it's no big. I'll, I'll come back on Thursday or something. Well, you'll see us tomorrow, too. Well, no, I'll see you guys. But, you know, it was this particular, uh, the focus of this meeting with the twelve, you know, with the step meeting. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. this is Noah, if you don't know him, he's there. So, all right. Hi, Michael. Michael <laughs> Stacy. Thank you, bro, as always. Are you going to be here later? Yeah, I have a plan on it. Oh, good. We well, have yep. another meeting, 4.30 Pacific time here. It's not under the banner of recovery, but... If you like, check it out. James in Utah, nice to see you, brother. And. All the support towards you, just stay sober. Mark S, nice to see you Mark. John, nice to see you there. Yep, I see you. We got our friend Alex in Munich. Nice to see you, Alex. Mickey as always. Hank, nice to see Hank. Paula, I don't see her, but oh yeah, I, do. I see her now. Nice to see you Paula. Mickey. Are you new here, Nikki? today? Yeah, yes? No, I came a couple of weeks ago, oh, but this oh, is my okay. second time. All right, good. So, Great nice meeting. To the Irish. <laughs> yeah, Irish. We got Martin, nice to see you, Martin. We got Terry in Camarillo. Steve down in San Diego, Gary up in Placerville. Tom in Denver. Nice to see you, Gary. Yes. John S. James Lebowski. <laughs> Walter in the Netherlands. Roman in Germany. Joseph in France. Wow. Dennis. Noor. Greg from Minneapolis. Uh, we got Liana. V. Pretty close. Not bad. Fletch phone number patty m marjorie if i haven't seen you and you're interested on ZenBitslap.com, there's an event page all the zooms are there there's no passwords needed just they they all go to the same uh same zoom room so just hit the link and you'll be able to come in if you like we got chris b formerly of mammoth lakes he's somewhere else now uh Tom M, Jeff P down South, Oliver in Berlin, Wayne, Christine in uh over in Kona. Very nice to see you. We ever come there, Christine. We'll get in touch with you. Yeah. Uh yeah, Dennis? that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. We have we could go paddle. <laughs> oh yeah. We uh we also Judith and and Carrier over there. Judith, someone who used to come early on. She's uh, she's traveling lighter. So Walter, uh, I guess I got everyone. Thank you. Oh, Peter Shantz, nice to see Peter. Say hello to Vlad for us if you like. Uh, thank you, everyone. Pleasure uh, again. I'll see you soon. And um, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul.